This is Small Talk with 101 ESPN's Michelle Smallman. Hi there, Michelle Smallman here. Some of you may know me from 101 ESPN. I am the co-host of the morning show there from 7 to 10 Central, The Bernie Mickler Show with Michelle Smallman. And welcome to Small Talk. This is my podcast. We're hoping it's going to be a weekly podcast. We're going to try and get that going for you guys. But anyway, welcome to episode one. What we want to do here with Small Talk, we're calling it a weekly conversation for its own sake. We just want to chat about random things that you would talk to your friends about, maybe in a bar or in a group text, and have some fun. So for the first episode, I was thinking a lot about this. Like, what do I really want to do? This is a conversation I want to have with whoever I want to call up. And so, of course, I had to think about my guys back in Bristol. For those that don't know, I worked at ESPN for almost three years. And one of the shows I worked on was Rosillo and Canal with Ryan Rosillo and Danny Canal. And we had an amazing crew on that show. And the behind the scenes folks, Steve Cerruti and Tom Carroll and I, did a podcast called The Post Show Podcast, where we kind of pulled the curtain back and let everyone know what was going on. But the three of us are great friends. It was a sneaky, fun pod that some people liked. So I thought, you know what? Given this platform, we need to do a post-show pod reunion. So that's going to happen in a little bit. We're going to get them on the line. But before we reunite the entire crew and get Saruti on the line, we need to call up Tommy Freeze Pops because there's something I need to do a deep dive with him on. So three random things that I've been thinking about coming up next. Take 101 ESPN on the go with the all-new 101 Sports app. See the latest videos, listen to podcasts, and join the conversation with the 101 Sports app. So before we get to the post-show pod reunion, which I'm really looking forward to, I want to just do this thing, three random things that I've been thinking of off the top of my head. And before we bring Saruti in, you know, he's in Bristol, he's getting ready for the Will Kane show, he's busy. We're going to connect with Tommy Freeze Pops before, because the first thing I need to talk about, I have to get his opinion on. So Tom, hello, how are you? What's up? I'm excited to talk. Okay, well, you, as many people who listen to the post-show pod and or Rosillo and Canel or the Rosillo show know... Your alter ego, I don't know if we call it that, you know how Beyonce has like Beyonce and Sasha Fierce, like your other version of yourself is the sauce boss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's something that I lived uh, a previous life as, uh, you know, I was a noted sauce blogger in, in the greater Boston region. Uh, I had a pretty successful blog. I'm, I'm quoted in some academic texts about it. So. That's facts, yeah, actually. I'm, he's I'm a little not bit of an authority that. on this stuff. Yeah, and that, like, four people, that's facts. He's literally in texts. <laughs> I've seen them. He brought them to the studio. Okay, <laughs> so first random thing I'm thinking of. Everybody loves Chick-fil-A, right? Like Chick- of course. Spicy chicken sandwich, waffle fries, sweet tea. I mean, it's money. So I'm having Chick-fil-A the other day, and I'm savoring it, and I'm thinking, Polynesian sauce is one of the best condiments out there. And then I start thinking, if Polynesian sauce was offered at restaurants the way, let's say, a, ran- a general ranch or like ketchup and mustard were, you pick Polynesian sauce probably nine times out of ten, right? Oh, yeah. It's, it, I mean, Chick-fil-A in general has incredible sauces. I mean, Chick-fil-A sauce is incredible. Like, let's, I mean, Polynesian sauce is amazing, and that's what we're talking about here. But I just want to give a quick shout to Chick-fil-A sauce. Really, really good. I've never just, had that. Oh, my God. It's amazing. Okay. I mean, you gotta, you got to get it next time. Just, okay. as, just as a side sauce. Give it, to, give it a little side dunk. It's great. <laughs> All right. But don't you agree uh, with me about Polynesian sauce? Yes. Is amazing. I mean, and yeah, I completely agree. If it was offered at restaurants on like the wide scale that ranch or like honey mustard is offered, 
it would be up there. I mean, it would, but it would need a big marketing push. You know, like it would need the type of push that like sriracha got a few years ago, where every restaurant was doing sriracha versions of everything. <laughs> yes, it would need that type of push, like on television, to get the notoriety that it deserves. But once people started trying it in in the like you know mass consuming it. I mean, it would blow up because it's incredible. And, I mean, I'm from a region of the country where Chick-fil-A isn't big, so a lot of people that I know probably aren't aware of how good Polynesian sauce is, um, but it's incredible. And I, I didn't eat Chick-fil-A regularly my whole life until I worked at ESPN because they built one up near uh, in West Hartford. Yeah, and it was so a big I would, deal. I would, tr- I would trek from my place in Farmington, like, <laughs> 25 minutes to West Hartford to go get Chick-fil-A. And I would always get extra Polynesian sauce with my waffle fries. It was incredible. Like, I know that it's a specific Chick-fil-A thing, and obviously they want to keep it there so that people are like, ooh, you know what I'm craving today? Polynesian sauce. Need to go to (laughs) Chick-fil-A. But I'm just surprised there hasn't been, like, a Polynesian sauce knockoff that has kind of infiltrated the general public, you know? Yeah, there, there probably is, but it just isn't as good. Like, there probably is some, you know, Publix brand Polynesian sauce type thing that exists that just people aren't even aware of. But it, Chick-fil-A, I mean, they could stand to make a lot of money if they bottled that stuff and sold it in grocery stores. And McDonald's has their Big Mac sauce, which is delicious, and they bottle that and sell it in bottles up in Canada. And I have a roommate who's from Montreal, and he brought down a few bottles, and we were throwing that stuff on everything. <laughs> So, like, the model is there. Like, McDonald's has proven that you can do this. Uh, Chick-fil-A just needs to heed the call. I'm with you, and we should get on that. <laughs> and if you can purchase it somewhere, people listening to this pod, hit us up on Twitter. Let us know. Hell yeah. All right, number two for three random things. So I was out this weekend. I had a bunch of friends in town from New York slash Chicago. We had a big squad. We went out and, you know, we're having some cocktails, having a good time late in the night. We're like, let's let's go to a, it wasn't really a club per se, but definitely like a dance heavy environment, right? So Mm -hmm. we're dancing. We're having a great time. Just a quick rewind. I'm wearing, my outfit is like jeans, heels, a tank, and then I'm wearing this which is very fashionable right now, by the way, oversized white linen blazer from a company called Reformation. It's I think it's like an awesome look, right? Like, I think I look very stylish and put together. Sure. So, you know, we're dancing. We're out with all, you know, different types of people, whatever. We go to leave. We're waiting for the Uber. Some guy, clearly drunk, like saunters up to me. He looks me up and down and he goes, I can't even say this with a straight face. He goes, you would look really hot tonight if you weren't wearing a lab coat. <laughs> and I looked him dead what in his a, soul, and I go, that's fair. That's fair. Wow. What a pickup line. But then I thought about it, right? My friends were crying laughing because it's so so many girls dress for girls, right? And not for guys. Like, <laughs> girls are like, this is what Vogue says is fashionable. This is what I like. This is what I think looks good. And then a guy looks at it, and he's like, why are you wearing a lab coat? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just, it, we thought it was so funny, like, the disparity between what girls think looks good and what guys think looks good on a female. That's amazing. I mean, I typically would just... If a girl is dressing the way that they think looks good, like, I'll probably think it looks good. Like, I, I don't know. I, I, I guess I've never really thought of that. Or I mean, there are some times where I'll see someone, I'll be like, what are they wearing? But I don't know. I, I guess I never really thought of it as them maybe trying to 
look like whatever they saw in a magazine. Uh, so that's hilarious. I, I love that a guy just come up, comes up and says that to you. And he probably thought he was being super like smooth. He's like, see, he did say that you would look hot. Basically, just he's telling you to take off that coat, you know. Yes, but it was it was. He thinks he's being smooth, but he's really just being drunk and kind of an a hole. See, I didn't take it that way. I thought of it as like a PSA, like yo. <laughs> oh, he I'm, was trying to help you out. Yeah, he said it, he said it exactly like I said. He goes, "You would look really hot if you weren't wearing that lab coat." <laughs> like you know, it was like you and know this was what? just a random drunk guy. This guy was like wasn't in your like your your crew at large. It was like a ghost moment. He like swooped up, told me I was wearing a lab coat, and then phantomed away, never to be seen again. Was he cute? I don't know. I just was like, oh my God, Dr. <laughs> Smallman like on call. Voice, like, like, yes. Like, I couldn't believe. I was, and I was just like, wow. this. Maybe that was just your subconscious. I, you know what I should have said have to him? Have you thought about that? <laughs> my, like, deep inside, <laughs> I have this insecurity about my blazer, and it's coming, it's manifesting. Yeah. Um, I should have said to him something along the lines of, like, cool boat shoes, bro. You know what I mean? Whoa. Come on, I love boat shoes. I know, but you know what I mean. Just as like, yeah. A, no, yeah, you got you got to make a quick you got to make a quick uh, jab back if you're gonna, you know. Yeah, but instead, I was like, wow, that's really fair. Like this could be <laughs> taken for a lap coat. Okay, last one. Three random things. We obviously have to work on something sports. We got a text to the Bernie Show the other day, and yeah. it really got me thinking. It said, obviously, the NFL draft, like you know, has passed, but in the residue, you're kind of looking where all these quarterbacks that went in the first round are taken, and seeing you know what their fit will be, et cetera, et cetera. So someone texted into the Bernie Show and said out of the quarterbacks taken in the first round who do you think will be the boom the bust and the backup so i got to thinking about that and i'm going to give you my answers and i want to hear yours but you tell me if you think i'm spot on or not okay okay i think the boom is going to be josh rosen in arizona because i think he is going to have some time to develop i think he has an incredible skill set i think he's going to fit in that market really well and i think having guys like larry fitzgerald around are really going to help him grow okay Mm -hmm. I think the bust is going to be Baker Mayfield, and hear me out. I think when you are the number one overall pick and you're going to a place like Cleveland, who hasn't hit on a quarterback in so long and is kind of exalting you to be the savior, that no matter what you achieve, unless it's like a Tom Brady-level style career, based on the expectations that were set for you, you're probably not going to meet them. Okay, And then the backup, I think, is going to be Josh Allen, because I've seen it a lot with a lot of different quarterbacks. Like, let's say he doesn't have that great of a career in Buffalo. His size, you know, oh, my God, his hand size, his physical makeup. I feel like he's the type of guy that GMs and front offices and coaches will want to take a chance on over and over and over again, even if he's not that great. Yeah, I mean, you just hit on all the answers I had said in my head for all of those uh, you know, boom bust or backup like that was exactly what I would put for each of those. So uh, that's perfect. I, I Rosen for me, I think got drafted into the best situation. The Cardinals are a pretty good team. I mean, they had a bad year, but I mean, you look at the team he has around him; they're pretty good. And he fell. I mean, he was supposed to be a top five pick, and he fell down to what was it tenth? Mm-hmm. So. I mean, he's a top-five guy that fell to 10, and that team traded up to get him. So the Cardinals are pretty good, and they got a pretty good quarterback to come be the guy there. So I I think that that's the safest pick for who's going to be the best out of that class. I think Baker was an insane pick at number one. I don't know how you don't pick Darnold or Rosen at number one there. Uh, It's unbelievable to me. You can even say 
you know, if you want to pick Barkley or Chubb at number one, and then pick whatever quarterbacks left at four. But the Browns just completely botched that, in my opinion. I don't see how you go with Baker after you just went through the whole Manziel thing, and it was a complete failure. I mean, and they're pretty similar players. So I mean, I get what I, you're saying, but if he's just, also the best quarterback on the board, that. you got to do it. I, I I don't see how they do it. And, and you know, I, there's been this theory that's been floating around Boston the last few days because that story came out that the Patriots wanted to trade up to number two right. to get Baker if he was still there. I feel like Belichick, and I, I'm kind of with this rumor, Belichick sort of smokescreened the Browns because he still kind of hates them for firing him in the early 90s. He, like, baited them into drafting Baker because he was like, I'm going to draft him if you don't. That's a really good theory. I love that theory. It's it's such a Boston theory. It's unbelievable. But like the story came out the other day, and and if people are like, well, why would the Patriots want Baker? And that's the only thing that we can rationalize is that Belichick did it because he's smarter than everyone, and he forced them to draft the uh, Baker. That is such Um, a Boston conspiracy theory hot take, and I love I I love it. I love it. Love it. Love it. It's like the it's just classic sports radio. Uh, I love it. And then the Allen thing, I mean, yeah, he's the guy that's going to be a quarterback in the league for like 15 years. He's going to bounce around to a bunch of teams just purely because of his size. Mm -hmm. Like he's the guy, he's going to be like Matt Castle. Like Matt Castle, I think, is still collecting paychecks somewhere. And it's literally because he's just a prototypical, like, you know, he's 6'5", he's big, he's got the big hands, he can throw the ball. I mean, it, if you have certain measurables, you're just going to be in the league for a while. Although the racism stuff probably isn't going to help his case. Um, but that's a different story for a different day. Totally. Well, Tom, stay on the line. we got to get some roots in from Bristol, and we will have, coming up next, a post-show pod reunion. Take 101 ESPN on the go with the all-new 101 Sports app. See the latest videos, listen to podcasts, and join the conversation with the 101 Sports app. Well, when I finally got to St. Louis and started my new gig here at 101 ESPN, one of the things that they wanted me to do was start a podcast. And I thought it would be a great opportunity, you know, an exciting new venture. But really, to me, it was just an excuse to bring the band back together. And by that, I obviously mean the post-show podcast. And we have both guys with me, Tommy Freezepops in the house and Saruti. What's up, guys? What's good? What's up? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, before, we have something like, Pretty true to us and exciting plan for this segment. But before we obviously dive into that, I need to do a roll call. We need to see what's been going on with you guys. So, Saruti, update from Bristol. What's up? Yeah, we miss you guys here. Uh, I mean, I've been producing the Will Kane show since the start of the new year. Michelle worked on it for, what, two weeks, I think? Yeah, it was hot a minute. hot two weeks. It was oh, good. Yep, good start. Um, we bra- then, we braved the bailed. bomb cyclone, though, Saruti. We, we did. We, we did. We did that, at least. It was a great video. Um <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it's been good. I mean, it's 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 quieter here without you two. I think like I think less people, um, you know, there's less people for me to talk bleep about, uh, which is always one of our favorite pastimes. No, but, talk uh, bleep too, not about. Well, both really. <laughs> but um, it's been good. But yeah, I'm Bubba. I still work with Bubba every day. Bubba's killing it. Um, still doing uh, his, love Bubba. still doing love it or shove it. He's the board up on our show. Yeah. So 
you know, Bubba, 11 o'clock lunch, sharp every day. Actually, I'm missing it today, so he's pretty pissed at me, but um, everything else has been pretty good. Well, thank you for sparing that. I know that's a big deal. I know. He was mad at me, but we'll, we'll get past it. Well, awesome. And I listen to the Will Kane show every day. I can. You do a great job. And you're like, I call it Saruti and Kane because you're on the air so much. It's so awesome to see you get that platform. Yeah, I mean, someone needs to tell him when he's wrong. He's The good thing about Will is he like embraces that and he wants that. So And it comes pretty yeah, naturally to me because I like telling that. people that they're wrong. So it works out really well. Totally. It's a very good marriage. All right. Well, Freeze Pops, what are you doing? Fill us in. What's up, guys? Uh, I'm living in Boston. I work for 98.5 The Sports Hub, and I'm working as the producer of the Celtics radio network. So, uh, you know, when the Celtics play games, I am the guy producing them. So it's pretty ridiculous. I don't understand why they would give me this type of responsibility, knowing the type of fandom that I have towards the team. Uh, but, you know, I'm rolling with it, and I'm pretending like I know what I'm doing until they realize that I don't know what I'm doing. I saw your so, tweet the other day about Geno time. I loved it. Oh, yes. There was some good old Geno time in, uh, in, at the end of Game 1 there. We had some at the end of Game 7. But, no, it, it's, been, it's been really, really crazy. Uh, I grew up listening to Grandy and Max on the radio, so, you know, being able to work as their producer has been an awesome experience. And before the Celtics season started, I got to work as the fill-in producer on Patriots broadcasts. And uh, for some reason, there was seven different opportunities where the producer of the Patriots couldn't... (laughs) work so oh, wow. i got right. to produce seven patriots games uh one of which was a playoff game which was really cool so i've been doing some cool stuff up here in boston uh obviously i miss the crew down in bristol miss you guys uh miss grabbing lunch with bubba for sure <laughs> uh you know a lot of the behind the scenes people that are you know since i've left have become huge stars over on golic and wingo cliff what's up <laughs> my man jerry what's up uh, Devin, they gave a horrible nickname to, but uh, I'll, yeah, I'll just call him Devin. What's up? Miss you guys. A bunch of the other people, uh, you know, Freddie. Miss my man Freddie <laughs> Coleman. Yes. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to just shout everyone out. But, I was uh, going to say, now that you've taken okay. this platform to just say what's up to everyone you used to work with. <laughs> Crystal, what's up? Uh, no, I just, you know, I miss I miss the crew for sure. Miss Will for sure. Well, now, uh, you, now you can just be an active homer at, at work every day. So that's good. <laughs> no, it's pretty great. I mean, I would definitely was an active homer at ESPN. You were, yes. sure. uh, but I mean, now borderline annoyed of, me. <laughs> but now it's like weird if you're not. The other day, some guy at work asked me, he's like, hey, what, te- what teams do you root for? And I kind of looked at the guy like, are, are you joking? <laughs> you guys and all try like, to like no, out-homer like each other? People, people aren't Boston fans sometimes here. And I was like, oh, yeah, I guess that's true. There are some people that aren't fans of Boston teams. It's weird. Yeah, I mean, I think the peak for me was when David Ross walked by in the hallway and you screamed, <laughs> what's up, David Ross? <laughs> I was like, calm down, Tom. Like, Be a professional, dude. Yeah. Keep it together. But you did keep it together when Chris Long came in studio. That was I was very proud of you that day. I was so well behaved. And he follows me on Twitter now, no big deal. Wow. And uh, I've been Huge a few dude. times where I've wanted to tweet at him, but I know that he would like get the notification <laughs> because he follows me, and I don't want him to unfollow me, so I like have to just like keep him at a distance on that platform because if I tweet at him, he'll immediately know he, that he follows me and unfollow me. Does I, that make sense? It does, and I feel like that's a very cool thing for you to have in the Boston world. You know, like <laughs> whether it's like your Tinder bio or whatever. Like Chris Long follows me on Twitter. Yeah, no big deal. Him I can't believe you have that kind of restraint. Oh yeah, it's tough, man. I didn't know yep. you had that quality. Yeah, restraint is something that uh, I exercise uh, when I have to. Um, you know, I struggle with it, but 
Uh, whatever, let's move on. So one of the things, the common thread that kind of ties Tom, Steve, and I together is our general annoyance at most things and just wanting to talk bleep about stuff all the time and just BS. So one of the things that we used to always do was kind of running joke behind the scenes. I don't know if it really made the air that much, but I was kind of known for a very dismissive cool. Like people would bring (laughs) things up and I'd be like, cool, which basically means shut up. No one cares. So I want to do, you know, in sports media, all we do all the time is these power rankings, like the Cardinals are ninth and ESPN's MLB power rankings. So I wanted to do with Tom and Steve a cool, no one cares power rankings. So, are you guys ready? I'm ready. Yeah, I have my stuff. All right, here's how we're going to do this. I'll start off. We'll go three, two, one, each of us. I'll list my number three, and then we'll go around the room, all right? Okay. All right, number three on my cool, no one cares, power rankings is Fortnite. <sighs> don't know what it is. Don't care. It's just like fantasy sports to me. I don't care what you do in your make-believe world with your controllers. Like, don't care. Don't need that update. That information didn't benefit my day. <laughs> Fortnite just brings people together, Michelle. Like it's just the NBA players are all about it. They're playing with each other. They're playing with fans. Like oh, I, it is a fantasy world. That's the why you're supposed to get away and play Fortnite. That's the point of these things. It's the point of these movies. Like, cool. You're supposed to do that. Don't care. Like I'm glad that you're connecting with fans. Don't care. I mean, my thing is, why do people watch other people play? <laughs> that Fortnite? I don't get. That's yeah. the thing that I don't understand. That's why I hate it. It's like everyone's freaking out on Twitter, like, oh, my God, Drake is playing Ninja in Fortnite. <laughs> and I'm like, how do you even know that? It, def- it might not even be Drake. Like, how do you know it's Drake? It's definitely, it was definitely Drake. <laughs> Listen, oh. I'm sure it was, but really, who cares? Honestly, like, I'm not going to sit around watching people play video games. Like, I have a roommate, and I love the guy to death, Ralph, what's up? But he watches, like, live streams of, of video games. I have other He's friends that notes, do it, dude. too. I have, I have a buddy who works for a company that, like, produces video game live streams. I mean, what, who, who watches that? It's unbelievable. Well, they're on ESPN. I mean, they're, yeah, I guess, they're I just don't understand esports. esports. It's esports, just not man. for me, I guess. And, like, we have, a, we have an edict at our station up here in Boston to include the Boston esports team's scores in our, like, updates. That's, that's a bummer. That's Isn't that ridiculous? ridiculous? That's a bummer. I'm sorry. Cool. But, they, but we don't cool, talk man. about them cool. on our shows. It's just like we're. That's just like something that they can go to corporate with and be like, "Hey, look, like we we include esports in our updates." But you, so, know, I mean, you, I, you understand how that works. I take it you guys didn't play Minecraft either. No, I no. had a life. Wow. So. <laughs> Listen, there's life outside of real life. There's the virtual reality world. Like, experience it, Michelle. Like, broaden your horizons a little bit. All right, Steve. Let's see what you got for number three. Mine um, is people who are not, like, experts or NFL people who post their mock draft. Like, yes. cool, dude. You you listed 30 players on a list that nobody cares about. You aren't Todd McShay. You aren't Mel Kuyper. Cool. That is so good. Slash... Hey, random dude with your mock draft 7.0. It's the same as Todd McShay's. Yeah, like, really? <laughs> the same. Uh, do you have some special insight on where Teddy Bridgewater is going to, or where whoever, whatever quarterback is going to end up? Like, no, you don't have any insight on that. <laughs> that is such a good one. Uh, Surudy, this is how I can tell that you still are living in the Bristol vortex, that you would be running into, like, these types of lists yes. being posted. Yeah. Well, I, I have a buddy who does it, and I'm just like, <laughs> hey, like, you know that nobody reads this, right? <laughs> And honestly, like, Will does mock drafts. Like, Will will do a mock draft. He loves mock drafts. He loves mock drafts. And Will's, like, you know, he's got a a national radio show, and I don't care about his mock draft. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, when, so does he give his like theories as to why he's placing these guys where he's placing them? Not really. He, he just, just kind of random, and he does it just to like provoke thought about like different scenarios that could occur. No, I mean it's it's. I think it literally he it's does it because he wants experiment. to see who he wants to see who's going to end up on the Cowboys. But he just like, thinks that he <laughs> so he so he looks at you know he he does all the research on all these different guys and oh he this guy could be a Cowboy this guy so he feels like he knows like everyone in the first round so he'll just do a mock and it's like oh so, bef- can I just a quick rant on Will with the Cowboys <laughs> oh, so I you know I I still try and tune in when I can. Um, because a lot of times as I'm going to work, because the games are later at night, I'll just throw on the TV right before I leave. I'll catch like the first few segments of your show. And thanks. yesterday, <laughs> dude, I'm a supportive friend. So yesterday, I think it was, yeah, it was yesterday, uh, I had the day off. So I was, you know, running around the house doing some stuff, and I turned on the TV three different times. And each of those three different times, the Cowboys were being mentioned like in length yeah. in three different segments. One of which was Tom Brady uh, going to the Cowboys. What is that about? Yeah, and then it was like, oh, what if Dak Prescott isn't good? And then the la- the last one was like, why are the Cowboys being projected to only win eight games next year? Listen, <laughs> there's like, a heavy Cowboys lean on the show for sure. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I will not deny that. The, the the Tom Brady thing almost provoked me to call you should. 888 say ESPN. Oh wait, you can you do that and text the group text when you're going to call in? I was very close to calling in and just calling. Hey, this I'll is give Tom you the main Boston. line. Oh and yeah, I, you know I, the main line, dude. Oh, I have. Oh, I have the hotline. You call saved, and do I have called in the past. <laughs> I love um, it. Yeah, I was very close. Uh, but, yeah, a lot of Cowboys on that show, it, It's true, and honestly, like, he plays into his homerism. Uh, his whole thing with the Brady thing was like, oh, if Brady loses the divorce, <laughs> which he's not going to lose, where well, would, where go? wh- who would be interested? I'm like, Kraft already chose Brady as the guy. Um, right. Yeah, that decision's so, been made. So I know. I don't know why I said Teddy Bridgewater. I could have said literally anyone else in the draft. Yeah, He's not in the draft this year. I know. I was like Baker Mayfield. I, I, yeah, anyone? Like, yeah, I don't know. Exactly. Literally could have named thirty, thirty-two other people. Didn't do that. I love My it. bad. Clearly, you're not reading enough mock drafts. I just got so exactly. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care about mock I love drafts. It. All right, let's move along. Freeze pops. What's your number three on the cool? No one cares. Power rankings. Okay, so my number three, and I, I don't really have too much to say about it. It kind of just speaks for itself, but. Number three for me is the person who says that they don't care about anything that Kanye West does outside of music. (laughs) Like, of course you care. It's extremely interesting that maybe one of the ten most famous, uh, you know, non-politicians on planet Earth (laughs) is having a mental breakdown for all of Uh, us to see and watch within the media. Or is it enlightening? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. See it. Him calling it a breakthrough, that's interesting to me. Like, I love when he goes through these Twitter things, like, every, you know, year and a half or so, when he just goes nuts and loses his mind, and then he disappears, and then he comes back, and then he releases music, and, like, it's so different, and everyone's like, oh, my God, it's amazing, and then he disappears, and then he comes back. I love it. I And I know Saruti hates this. I am here for oh, that. Oh, man. We're going to circle back to that later. <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah, that's, that's, that's yeah. a tease right there. That's a deep tease. <laughs> yeah, that's that's uh, a deep tease. My like, but, quick Kanye rant, by the way, is like, yes, I understand why people are upset with him because he has this incredible platform, and he's saying some things that people are really offended by, like, Yes, I understand all of that context. But in your actual life, if Kanye West, who is a person that you've never met and whose beats you just like to jam to sometimes, his political views impact you, that's on you, my man. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you don't yeah. know him. Don't no, pay I, attention to what he has to say. I, I get like, the platform, and I get all of those things. But again, this is my thing when people are like, I can't believe LeBron said this. What am I going to tell my kids? Like, tell your kids not to do that. Yeah. <laughs> like, parent your kids. It's not yeah. that difficult. No, the whole, the whole like, Kanye, you know, doing the whole MAGA thing, like, whatever. Like, it's, honestly, I view Kanye as, like, this almost as if he's like not a real person he's just like a it's just entertainment the whole thing is just entertainment and the fact that he's out there like stumping for trump it's it's so absurd that it's funny and he doesn't know what he's saying you listen to what he's saying it's all just nonsense it's just it's just vocal just vomit he doesn't know what the hell he's talking about it's it's hilarious to me i'm just sitting back you don't and get enjoying it, it you just don't get it you don't get it man i just don't get it that's true i i haven't i haven't had my breakthrough yet or whatever breakthrough. But. well as we move i feel like we should need a transition we should have had cutler voices like Psh. Number two on the cool no one cares power ring. How about after we're done recording, we have Bubba just record some transitions? For oh us. yes, yeah. we should do that. Have yeah. him voice it. Cool. His vo- can it just be him going? Moving on. Moving mm, on. Well, <laughs> what it, what's another Bubbaism that I miss? Get out. <laughs> Get, yeah. <laughs> Get out. Pass. Totally great call. All right, so moving on. Number two on my cool no one cares power rankings list is all of these like World Peanut Day or like World. Or international talk, talk like a pirate day. Oh my gosh, like such a good one. World <laughs> Sock Day. Like, why when I pull up Twitter are enough people tweeting about these stupid, innocuous days and every day? And like, how do I get a day to be, like, how do we get a international post-show pod day? Like, how do enough people <laughs> get these days to where it's an actual thing? And that also, no Mike one cares. Mike has a million followers on Twitter. Because of Mike and Mike? Yeah, they have Whoa. a million followers on Twitter, so if they tweet anything, it'll start trending. But you know what I mean? It's like every day. It's like world, uh, you know, chocolate chip cookie day, but only when it's baked from, dough, like, yeah. gluten-free dough. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's... what are these days? I don't care. And I want to know the origins and, like, who keeps track of all this stuff. And honestly, right. I just feel like it's an excuse for, like, social media accounts to tweet stuff out to, like, stay relevant. Sure, but like, how does Nestle say, "Yo, on May fifth, instead of Cinco de Mayo, let's make it like World, you know, Bake a Treat Day." Well, that's got that's a good point, though. It's probably all about marketing, right? Because they're like, "Hey, if we make this random day about cookies, more people will buy our cookies." Right, and there's there's definitely multiple days a year where it's National Taco Day for sure, or National sure. Burrito sure. Day because yeah. I've definitely seen it, and I'm like, well, I have to go get a burrito now. Yeah, we and all then, know like, you two- celebrated. <laughs> and then two months later, I'll see it again. I'm like, huh? Well, there's an excuse to get another burrito. And the more obscure, the better. Like, like they they just throw like a billion adjectives in front of it. Yeah, like, like World they- High Five a Left Hander Day. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? We need to pick one and figure out how to do this. We need to have like a post-show pod day, but you know, it won't be called the post-show pod day. It'll be called something else, just like really obscure and we'll get it going. All right. So Rudy, what's your number two? Uh, anything related to the Royal family and people caring about it. Oh, interesting. Um, Wow, do you both actually, are you both interested in the royal family? No, I mean, so, I may watch the wedding. Like My sisters are all really into everything. The kid, I could care less about most kids, let alone the royal family's kids. Um, I'm not super interested, but I get the interest. Like, it's, I think it's interesting they that have this no one family use. that's been super famous for, like, hundreds and hundreds of years. It kind of goes back to my Kanye thing. Like, I'm interested in what Kanye is doing because of how famous he is. They're just the classier version of the Kardashians, though, aren't they? Like, what are we doing <laughs> here? Like, they don't no, have any power. Actually, the Kardashians probably have more power 
seeing that like what what did, what was it Kylie or Kendall when she said yeah, she was going to quit Snapchat, Snapchat and it tanked? Yeah. They probably have more power than freaking the royal family does. Yeah, they just sit around, and they eat food, and they shake people's hands, and yeah, they have babies. So Rudy, we're not badass, we're not seeing. I don't, I'm not saying I don't want to like, be one. I just I, I just don't get it. That's a hard <laughs> distinction to make, though. We're not seeing Kate Middleton promote like fit tea, so we can't see what her True. impressions are. How, how do you know like the entire country of England would be like, yo, I need fit tea? Well, also, why do why does why do we care in the states like we? You know, this is what we thought the Revolutionary War for, right? Like, what are we doing here? Yeah, but they're bringing in Meghan Markle, and American like time, is entrenching on, on their royal family. Time heals all wounds, I guess. I don't know. I thought they, <laughs> thought there was some sort of rivalry. All, all I know now is like my sisters are obsessed with who's having a baby next, and I'm just like, <laughs> what? I don't know who this is. Let alone they don't even they don't make any laws. They just wear nice clothes. No, I feel like England is more, it's not like a rivalry, it's more like a sibling rivalry at this point. Like, they were the big brother, we ousted them, like, you know, almost 300 years ago, and then we, like, healed all wounds, and, you know, it's family now. You know, they're, they're our big brothers. These are the hot war takes people come to the post-show pod for. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> all right, Tom, what's your number two on the cool No One Cares Power Rankings list? Okay, so number two for me on that list is people that tweet or, like, Snapchat or Instagram about how tired they are or like how long of a day that they've had at work and then they like the next tweet or like Instagram post is them like at a concert or like at the bar drinking <laughs> and it's like look either you're one or the other also like we're all tired okay all of us are working like you're not special okay right like, great call. everyone and also- has crazy hours everyone is working a ton like I don't need to see you you know, oh my God, it's seven o'clock and I'm still at work. And it's like, okay, cool. That's not even late. Okay. Like, have you ever Barely worked overnight even. before? Like, right. come on. Slash, get at me. If you're that tired, get off social and take a nap. Yeah. Like, why are you posting? Hey, maybe if you weren't posting on Snapchat, you would be done with your work sooner and you could leave. No, you're right. And I've been guilty of this, but there is nothing worse than someone coming in and detailing their sleep patterns from the night before. Oh, goodness, you're like, no. cool, don't care that at 2 a.m. you rolled over and watched Netflix. Like, it's that's actually really funny because Will told me that he had a batch of insomnia last night. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not even joking. Like, literally today, he was like, yeah, I had insomnia last night. I ended up watching some movie with Jeff Bridges, and I was like, wow. That's really cool. Did you hit him with a cool no one cares? <laughs> I didn't. I wish I did. You know what, though? Like, that's fine. Like, casual convo. Like, you work with him every day. Like, whatever. And that's, like, his insomnia could in, in fa- impact your show. Yeah, because his like, energy level could be down. He is a, like, an entertainer. Yeah, but if he's, like, you know, sending out a selfie of himself with his iced coffee at 2, uh, two o'clock. Oh, being like, that's oh, the, the worst. Two, the, the 2 p.m. field. Yeah, it's like, oh, like, triple shot, and it's like, you know, whatever, and you're just like, okay, right. cool. Like, oh, need Caffeine <laughs> addict. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Double like, pump ugh, day. Addicted. Like, ugh, third coffee of the day. <laughs> It's like oh if you're really drinking three coffees in one day, you must be on the toilet constantly. Yeah, or like just go to sleep earlier. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. or stop posting on social media. Ambien, ever heard of it? Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. I, I went on a rant That was there. a good rant. Okay, so now we've served number one. So this is going to be, I, I'm assuming, our hottest takes, right? Okay. Nah, I, okay, yeah, maybe. I, didn't, I just had all three. Mine, all, mine are just all three. I don't know if I ordered them, but... That's the order I, I picked them in. Okay, well, mine is All certainly right. my number one. So my um, number one for me on my cool, no one cares power ring. First, before I reveal it, let me go on a mini... I need to provide some context here, okay? Okay. okay. So I am unmarried, all right? I've been out of college mm. for a handful of years, which means that... Didn't know that. Yes, which means most of my friends... Huge true. 
<laughs> confirmed, <laughs> confirmed. You heard it here first, guys. Um, all of my friends are married with kids, right? So from yeah. the second, and I have a lot of friends, not to brag, but like a lot of friends. No, that's sick, yeah. Sick, cool. No one cares if you have friends. But <laughs> from the second my that ring went on their finger, it's been a constant drain on my bank account, okay? I'm talking just for one person, all right? And the times it by like 25. We're talking engagement party gift. We're talking bachelorette party, which includes hotel, flight, clubs, Amazon priming, inflatable swans, a gift, lingerie, all of these things. We're talking bridal shower. Oh, lingerie, hot. <laughs> Shut up. Stop. Kick in 50 bucks for, you know, the booze here or whatever. Then we're talking a wedding gift. And if you're in the wedding, it's like bridesmaid's dress, hair, makeup, gift for the girl that day. Oh, we want to get mimosas. Like, then you have a baby. It's like baby shower. Then you have to bring a gift uh. when you see the baby. It's like I have spent tens of thousands of dollars supporting my friends life decisions which i'm happy to do like i love you guys you you have beautiful lives i'm happy to be there for you right but at this stage in my life there is one thing i cannot contribute to okay and here's it here it is on my cool no one cares power rankings i'm at this stage in my life where my friends are having kids and they're like you know what working sucks and let's be real the best part about working is like the two days a week where you don't have to work right and we all have cool mm-hmm. jobs and we don't like com- like going to work sucks so i do not blame my friends that want to be stay-at-home moms okay i'd be a stay-at-home dad totally that's my dream i know exactly it's like an awesome thing to do to be a stay-at-home parent you get to like drink coffee and watch kathy lee and hoda and like chill with your kid who you yeah. love it's a great it's literally my dream yep. is to have 10 kids and stay yep. at home and like make a football team yeah at be home. drunk before about five you know yeah, yeah. it's awesome yeah. It's an awesome, awesome life choice, and I support it. However, do not try to justify it to me by trying to peddle me one of, like, seven things that you're trying to side hustle on Facebook. Uh, I, I am not spending hundreds of dollars on Rodan and Fields. Slash, if it's that good of skincare, do not post selfies where you've clearly edited your face. I, I don't want your leggings. I'm not spending 70 bucks on Scentsy candles. If I wanted a candle that great, I'd go to Saks and get a Diptyque mm. candle or a Santal <laughs> candle. I don't want to have to justify this life decision. I will not pay for it. Yeah. So no, you want to be a stay-at-home parent? Cool. No one cares. Just do it. This is something I cannot relate to even a little bit. Like, even the <sighs> slightest bit. Like, I'm, tw- I'm a 25-year-old single male. All of my friends are 25-year-old single or taken males. <laughs> Tell myself I, what's up. I, can, I cannot, like... I can't relate to this you at all, but I completely, I completely get oh why that God. would be very annoying. Like I'm just getting into the age where everyone's starting to get married and stuff. Like I have like two or three this year. I have like three next year. I'm a groomsman in one of them, so like that's going to start to get annoying. But the, yeah, the whole side hustle thing, like I haven't, I, I haven't gotten to that stage in my life yet. So and I really feel for you on it's that. It's just so many. It's like, hey, do you want these supplements? Hey, I lost weight because I put my food in these various colored boxes. <laughs> like you should get in on this. I'm yeah. like. Where do all of these come from, and how do the people above you convince you to pour thousands of dollars into this and peddle it online? I can't understand yeah. it. You're, I can't yeah. relate to you, like as far as like the stay-at-home mom type deal. But there are people, like you know, what's funny about this? I don't know if you guys saw like that new Facebook commercial where they're like trying to take Facebook back from like the <laughs> fake news crowd. Yeah, it's actually pretty fascinating, right? Because they're like, oh, let's get back to Facebook the way that it used to be, right? Because now, like, I'm on Facebook when I want to laugh at somebody. Like, right. I'm on Facebook when I want to, like, look at, like, some guy I played high school football with who's still talking and posting pictures of him, like, you know, scoring two touchdowns against Bristol Central. Like, <laughs> that guy. And that guy now is trying to sell me things on Facebook. Yeah. He's like, he'll he post, in, he'll totally. post in groups and be like, hey, I got this really cool Tupperware opportunity if you're interested. And you're like, 
no, I, I'm good on my Tupperware situation. Thank you. That can't be very lucrative, though. Like, what but we... also, sick catch in 2004. Yeah, like, you know, like, hey, I remember that. Hands team, what's up? But it's, I just don't understand. And, like, all those, all those people now are like, hey, like, check out my side business. Like, or, like, or, you know, even some, like, realtors will do this. Like, hey, like, check out this. I'm like, get this out of here. Like, this isn't what this was supposed to be. Like, you're just using this to, sp- to spam me. Yeah, but with that being said, everyone on my Facebook p- feed, download and subcri- subscribe to this podcast. Well, that's different. Oh, yeah, this sure. is entertainment. Yeah, like we're... I'm not going to buy your stuff, but like <laughs> you can trying. download my free podcast. Yeah, no, I'm kidding, obviously, but I'm. It's just honestly, I like yeah, want to delete. But not kidding. Yeah, kidding, but not kidding. Like it's great content for free for you, <laughs> but like I just want to delete the app. Like I get nervous when I get a notification because it's like all these sweet people I know, and I'm like, how do I think of a non rude way to be like? I'm not giving you my money for this. Like, I'm yeah. just not going to do it. <laughs> just say cool and pass. Just say cool. Don't care. Pass. All right. Yeah. Saruti, you're up. Number yeah. one. So we teased this one earlier. Um, it's just like such a pet peeve of mine of when people use like internet slang too much or in real life. Like there are people that talk like this. So we talked about it before, like the I'm here for this crowd. Like if you say that out loud and Tom, you literally did it earlier today. <laughs> like, I just, like, what, what are we, like, the, I'm here for this? Oh, mood. Or when they, like, look at someone, they're like, oh, goals. Or they say, hey, we are all, like, Chrissy Teigen. And you're like, no, you're not. Like, what are, what are we doing? Forever like, mood. These things aren't real. Like, they're internet things that have, are made up that you've now brought into real life, and you sound like an idiot when you say them. You know what I love, too, is, like, good morning to everyone in America except for Tristan Thompson. Yeah, except Trump. And you're like, well, okay, well, that's cool. Like, <laughs> I guess I guess we're preaching hate today. <laughs> okay, but the phrase the phrase I'm here for that I feel like should not be under that umbrella. I feel like State it's your a case. completely <laughs> fine phrase to say. You're on the clock, Tom. You are here for that sometimes. You know, like, well, yeah, like we were talking about uh, you know a, fo- a former coworker of Michelle and ours. Uh, you know, a funny video that uh, you have that you're going to send to us to watch. And I was like, yes, I am here for that video. Like, yes, send me that. And you're like, no, you can't say that. That's BS. Just say, like, I, I want to see I feel the like video. The phrase, the phrase fits the situation. Okay, okay. I'll give you, I'm here for this. But, cause, and I still think you're wrong, but I'll give it to you, okay? <laughs> I feel like that's the one. I'm can, okay with that phrase. And I actually, you, I, don't, I don't think, I mean, I probably started saying it because of the internet, but like, it subconsciously. That must have happened because it's not like I I picked up on it from I don't know maybe I did I I, I don't I don't remember that like transfer of it ha- like coming from my social media into my vernacular. Well, like, it I don't permeated that. because there's yeah. no way other way in life that you are like I'm here for this or like <laughs> post show pod squad goals like that's so, it's <laughs> internet jar- that's such a good one, Saruti. And we've had this conversation too about when we were in Bristol, certain people would come on the show or whatever and we were like are they speaking in 160 characters exactly. like the, the ever it's like your program to speak yeah. in in twitter form it's a very weird thing that we as a society like, have developed pretty soon like people are just gonna be like carrying the party horn like around <laughs> at like and they'll just play on their cell phone instead of just like having it be on like on the internet like i don't understand how <laughs> these things have now crossed over into real life that's a really good one and tom Dude, life is digital bro Tom's here for that one. Tom's here for Tom's here one. For I'm it, yep. here for the phrase. Can you at least here can you that. at least agree with me on mood and goals? Oh, a thousand percent. I mean, I think I was saying that in the my last one where, you know, with the the posting about being tired when people are like ugh and like mood and like <laughs> yeah. uh like so tired, like oh uh, lazy day. Like it's all kind of the same thing. Just like 
people that like traffic in those terms are very bothersome. Bothersome, great word. Very bothersome. All right, last one. Tom, what is your number one on your cool, no one cares power rankings? Okay, so since I'm no longer a, an employee of Disney, I think I'm allowed to say this. Uh, <laughs> Jeez. Marvel, Marvel movies? <laughs> I am out, dude. I'm so out. Like, it, oh, like Avengers, right? Like, everyone's super pumped for the Avengers, right? I don't want to have to watch legitimately 17 full-length movies to understand what's going on in one movie that just came out. And everyone's like, oh, no, you don't. You just got to watch, like, these four. It's like, okay, I still don't want to watch four full movies to understand what's going on in one movie. Like, that's just not something I'm going to do. And and it's something where if you didn't catch one, then you're not going to understand something that's happening in another movie that's for another superhero that's completely different than the other superhero. Why do I have to? Why does everything have to be connected? It forces you to watch so many movies if you want to be like a part of that. And I just don't want to be welcome to like capitalism, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. It's like yeah, exactly. It's it's a different version of capitalism, I guess. It's uh. Like film capitalism, it's unbelievable. So I'm out. I'm completely out. I I saw like the new Spider-Man movie this past summer, um, cool. and I thought it was really good. But then everyone I was with was like, "Oh yeah," and then like that connects to this movie, and well, this connects to that, and that's an Easter egg for the next one. Blah blah blah. And I'm like, <laughs> "What?" Like well, I just realize, enjoyed that movie for what it was. Well, you do realize you don't have to watch them all at the same time, right? Like you can. Th- that this Space is why it it's been over the course of like a decade. Like it's not like these just ha- no. they just dropped seventeen I'm movies out. on us, and you're like, hey, hey, figure it out. Like <laughs> no, like this has been a like a steady in like. I know, you know, man. But listen, I was in college for a large part of this decade, and guess who didn't have money in college to see Marvel movies? This guy. So there's like a there's like a big chunk of them that I didn't see, and I'm not going to go back and see them all. Uh, There's like ten of them that I didn't see, and I'm not going to go back and see them. I'm with you. I'm just not going to do that. I I feel the same way about Star Wars. Like I'm intrigued by it because everyone is so obsessed with it, but I've never seen any of them. And I think to myself, if you're going to go down this rabbit hole, that is such a commitment. Okay, but see, I do like Star Wars. <laughs> okay. <laughs> see, that doesn't make any sense. You're a hypocrite. So that's, that's, the, that's the most hypocritical thing you've ever said. Just be, Is it that you don't... Because now you can't say that, oh, like, I don't want to see all these... Because you, ha- you obviously have to see, like, the other, what, eight movies before you, like, see the newest Star Wars movie. Um, why, why is it so different when it's Marvel? Just because you it don't like is, Marvel? Man. No, I don't know. I, I mean, uh, so here's the thing. With Star Wars, I, I, like, as a kid, I saw the movies on the VHSs. And then when the new ones were coming out, I was like a kid. And, like, you know, you go to the movies with your parents. So I saw those movies. So then when the new ones come out, like, okay, I have that base of knowledge. I can so go if your mom ponied up the money and took you to Marvel <laughs> movies in college, you would be much more interested in the yeah, new Yeah, I didn't want to go Wars. to the movies with my parents in college, <laughs> Rudy. If they gave yeah, you the like, money, then. Sorry, I'm not a loser like you, Saruti, and would go to, like, the Southington Cinema with your parents to see the movies. Is that the one with the awesome seats, though? Because that's a great No, theater. that's Plainville. Plainville. Yeah, that's Plainville, a really good yeah. theater. No, it is a great, yeah, it's a good spot. Yeah, the one near uh, J. Tim's. Yeah, it's a good spot. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's Local a great... Local CT people know what we're talking about. Yeah, totally. Yeah, Shouts great out to ESPN that one. Date, date situation. You go to J. Tim's and then go to Plainville. Yeah, 10. you took many a Tinder date there, I'd imagine. Uh, yeah. Three or four, and, and then you go, go to the fr- and then you go to the friendlies afterwards. Wow! Wow! Yeah. Get this thing planned out. What a trifecta! It's crazy. It didn't work out. 
<laughs> Food heavy. I wouldn't expect anything less from you, Tom. Wait, you guys, this was so fun and therapeutic. And I feel like we're, even though we're in three different states right now, that we're at lunch, except it's Taco Thursday and I won't be having tacos and I'm really bummed. Oh, I forgot about that. That's right. I got to get tacos. I had Taco Bell last night. Dude, yes. What'd you Let's get? Go. I got like the, they have this new, I think it's called like a triple meat burrito or like nice. triple melt burrito. Got two of them and then I got a soft taco to chase it. Nice. Delish. Never yeah. changed, Tom. Huh? It's funny that we treat tacos like side dishes. <laughs> yeah, side, weird. Like, three side tacos. Right. You get like the, the main burrito and then you get like two side tacos. Mm, great Throw choice. some fire sauce on that. Fire delicious. sauce. I put it on everything. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, dude, fire sauce is the best. You guys are the best. Thank you for doing this. We have to do it again. I feel like I want to do this all the time now. I'm going to be bothering you. Yeah, I'm down. I'm down. What's yeah. the name of your podcast? Small Talk. Nice. Nice. But you know what? Yes, it's a play on my name, but the essence of the podcast, like the the notion of small talk is like conversation for its own sake. And we really just spent like 35 minutes talking about absolutely nothing. No, you're, that's you're, a good point. You're you know right. what I mean? And that's what I want it to be. Like, I don't want to be like, mm, Cardinals and Cubs this weekend. Will the Cardinals finally stake their foothold in the NL Central again? Talk like, about yeah. the bullpen. I mean, <laughs> I, I do that for three hours a day. I want to talk with my friends and BS about tacos. No, this is basically just a different version of like, hey, what's the weather outside, huh? Exactly. Like, this is just like a, like a heightened version of that, what we just did. It's a, it's a Kanye-level elevated version of that. Yes, let's go. <laughs> to bring it all the way around. <laughs> well, thanks, guys. Saruti, thanks for all the updates with Will Rosillo. Tell yeah. our dudes we said hey. Will do. Thank you. Freeze pops. Enjoy your homerism situation. Have some yes, more tacos today for all of us, all right? Yep, Celtic Sixers, Game 2, 98.5 The Sports Hub. I'm sure everyone in St. Louis listening to this podcast will be locked in. Actually, Jason Tatum, they will be locked into that. Let's go. Check us out. All right, see you guys. Thanks for listening to Small Talk. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts or the Podcast One app.